0: Hey, before you hang up, say this. This is Steve Pavlina, and you're listening to Vroom Vroom Veer.
1: Do you want me to say it like that? (laughs) You say it it how Steve says it. Okay. This is Steve Pavlina, and you are listening to Vroom Vroom Veer. Perfect. Good. Thanks, brother. (laughs)
0: Later.
1: Okay. All right. Take care. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Are you ready to thoughtfully steer away from your revved up, frenzied and far too often scripted life? Then welcome to Vroom Vroom Veer with Jeff Smith, where he guides you down the road differently traveled by sharing unique experiences with guests who have managed to shift away from a life stuck on cruise control and veered their way into a more authentic and fulfilling one in all sorts of interesting and kind of remarkable ways. Get ready to Vroom Vroom Veer with your differently traveled road chauffeur, Jeff Smith.
0: Hello, Casey and Natasha. Thank you so much for being on my podcast.
2: Hi, thanks for having us. happy to be here.
0: All right, let's get into it. So um, we just had a little pre-show chat, and we'll talk through your bio instead of reading it. So you both co-host the Conscious Living podcast, and uh, everybody can find that at com. Did I get all that right? Yeah! Uh, yay! All right, I'm, I'm swinging for the fences now, and uh, and in for the day job, um, Casey is a licensed carpenter and owner of president, owner and president of Cornelius Gray Construction there in Ottawa, Canada. I got all that right too, right? Correct. Mm-hmm. We are branding awesome.
3: ourselves as the Conscious Builder. The Conscious
0: Builder. That's yeah. what's, see? <laughs> you, you caught me. I, I left something <laughs> out. I even wrote down Conscious Builder. Say that. No see, It's like I got go to go back to NPR school. Okay. <laughs> so, all right. And uh, Natasha, you're a, a child and family therapist, and you also are the author of a children's book or several children's books?
2: Uh, just one children's book. As of yet. So far. So far, exactly. So far. That's amazing.
0: That's you know, I did a I did a degree in psychology too. So I was Oh great. You know, about four years away from becoming some sort of therapist. But
2: Okay. Well, we all are in our own way. Uh, You know,
0: I just had this epiphany this morning, um, but I'm going to save it for later. Remind me to tell you about my epiphany in therapy. Okay. Okay, cool. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So um, Vroom Vroom Veer is talking about your life through the lens of vrooming and veering. So a vroom is sort of like when you've made a decision and you're flowing, right? And you're just... You know, on the bad side, it's kind of like you're a little bit sleepwalking, but on the good side, you're just, you found the thing that you really like and you're moving forward in that. And then something comes up to make you wake up a little bit and change, change direction in, on the road of life. So let's, uh, let's go back in time a little bit and, um, and start talking about, say, like uh, before you guys met. How did that happen? Yeah, let's start there. How did you guys meet? We'll make it like a dating trip.
2: (laughs) (laughs) okay, cool. (laughs) So, Casey and I actually met uh, through a mutual friend. So, uh, a woman who Casey went to high school with, I met in university uh, during my undergrad. And uh, both of us were single at the time, and she thought that we would be a good match. Anyways, she...
3: I, I was that- I was in construction, right? So I was bugging all my girlfriends at the time. Like, you got any friends for me? You got any friends for me? <laughs> <laughs> right? So <laughs> right? Okay. she's like, Yeah, actually, I do have somebody. Yeah, exactly. That's that's pretty
0: funny. So you guys met in college through a mutual friend. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now, did did was it one of those things where you were like set up?
2: I kind of. Those are kind of weird, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, it was actually being in Canada. So we uh, are obviously big uh, hockey fans, oh, and okay. so it was during playoffs when um, we all met at a local um, pub, and that's where Casey and I met, and the rest is history. So it's about been ten years, 10 I guess years. now.
0: Yeah. Wow. So you guys have been how how long have you been married?
2: <laughs> well, we've been together for ten, and. Uh, engaged for five and married for three yeah
3: just past three
2: so we, were, we we did a long engagement there was a lot of stuff that we could get into later because that's kind of um some Pardon. of our stories that yeah, we'll yeah. share with sure um but uh, yeah we definitely made sure we knew each other quite well before we got
0: married <laughs> no that's a good idea it's a it's yeah. a huge deal yeah yeah so, okay. So, all right. So, what did you guys, how did you guys get into the, uh, the consciousness gig? I mean, you know, everybody comes at, comes at it like a, 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 from a different war, uh, angle, I guess. But was there one moment uh, for each of you that you said, uh, you would say is sort of like uh, set you on this, this path of sort of like being more conscious?
2: Well, I'll just start by saying a few things and then I'll have Casey kind of take over uh, his perspective. But um, for myself, I've always been a huge seeker of... um, personal development and personal growth and I'm always learning about who you know what what's this all about right what's this all about this thing called life and so I read a ton of books and Casey actually got me this book it's actually by Jack Canfield called the 10 principles of success or something like that I think it's
3: just called success principles either way you can find it
2: (laughs) yeah 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 we'll figure it out and uh so I read this book and in this book there was um A resource for this uh, conference, actually it was Anthony Robbins, um, Unleash the Power Within program, and right at that time, uh, Oprah was doing his program, and I looked into it a little further, and I thought, maybe there's something here, this could be fun and interesting, so I just threw it out to Casey, you know, you'd be interested in doing something like this, and him being, you know... The flexible man he is, he said, Oh, sure, why not? So, I have no idea what I was saying
3: yes to. Yeah, sure, I'll go with you.
2: Yeah, so,
0: right, right. You're like, Yes, 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 non, 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 yeah.
2: Yeah, (laughs) yeah, just, you know, kind of appease me. And, uh, and long story short, it was simply life changing, the event. And we, we left it different people and the direction. That our lives have taken since are completely different than uh, the direction where we were headed. Um, not to say that that direction was bad or anything. It just it was very different. Um, we so, so where, were you, for where were you headed? Where were you headed? We were kind of headed for what Casey and I like to call the rat race, and being really uh, not knowing why we did what we did. And just kind of chasing the, the titles and the money the and, prestige and,
3: it,
0: and the, the prestige the, yeah, yeah. and
2: the significance and all of this, but really not having a clue as to why.
3: Yeah. And we loved what we were doing, but we didn't know why we loved it or why we were doing it. Yeah, sure.
0: No, no, I, 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 I totally get it. it yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah. So luckily, we figured that out pretty soon. And we realized that and we're like, okay, well, what do we really want? What are we actually after? and the whole i guess your, your question was about how we get into the consciousness part that really i think so this so that was the, the beginning of that was like the veer right so it's like okay now well we were kind of just out there wandering around not knowing really right. where you we were basically
0: out. doing the the thing that everyone one does when you, when you get out of college you start trying to accumulate stuff and look cool and buy new cars and you know that sort of stuff, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. And get titles and yeah, sure. And
2: everybody does that no big deal. It's part of being on earth, you know? (laughs) And that's the cool thing is until you get exposed to something different and a different way of being in this world, you don't know any other way, right? So you just do that. But we got exposed to something different that was so powerful beyond belief that we couldn't turn back, right? We had to take that information and act on it and do something with it.
3: And And then we were hooked, right? So we were hooked on... Not necessarily. Like we obviously we love what we learned in Anthony Robbins stuff, but that just led us to so many other mentors and books and authors, like so many cool people that were just living their life on purpose, and led us to a whole whole other world that we had no idea existed at the time.
0: Right. Yeah. I think uh, like uh, I had a similar experience, and um, and I had been sort of like like very much what Natasha was talking about for many, many years, while I was still active duty in the air, in the air force. Um, and here, um, one of my big veers was when we decided not to have children. That's a whole story that I could get into, but I'll, this is about you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yes, is quite beer.
0: Right. It's huge. It was a huge beer, but I'll just leave a pin in it. Um, but anyway, I started, um, reading a lot of the the Wayne Dyer books um, and then just randomly searching PDFs, anything that sort of like was, you know, what I like to call piercing the veil, you know, of, uh, you know, just something new that said there was something more meaningful in the world. And then mm-hmm. that culminated in going to a personal development workshop and then everything else changed.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah, like something the- we recommend is go to a workshop, whatever you can. Cause even if you don't necessarily take much from the workshop, you'll probably meet somebody that will inspire you to do something or act on something, whatever it may be. You just make a new friend who's yeah. who's in that same world going for something else, something now, more.
0: I have a question, though, that like I kind of fell into a trap of of sort of becoming a self improvement junkie. So I like to warn people against that. It's okay yeah. a little bit <laughs> because you get so excited. You want to go to everything uh, all at once, you know? Yeah. And it's such a different world and exciting. But after a while, I, I, I found myself having to dial back on the, on the, on the, um, at least on the conference um, workshop you know, attendance kind of thing. Because you yeah, actually need to put time into, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Putting, doing, what doing what you something. actually learned. You, as you as have to, to implement. Yes. You have <laughs> yeah, to implement That's instead of, implement. yeah, yeah. And instead of just, uh, staying, I've got like, uh, several friends that when I see them I'm like you know you need to dial back don't you think you need to <laughs> dial back a little bit you know because it's like i and I get it I get where why they're uh, where, why they're hooked because they're so amazing and the social uh the, the people that you meet are just amazing you know it's just like I want to keep meeting more of these people they're awesome yeah. <laughs> you know but if you don't start like you said if you don't start doing work then you kind of start spinning your wheels a little bit did you experience any of that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. there you go. Yeah.
3: See? Shared experience. Absolutely. I like it. I like it. Okay. Well, that got, Ultimately, that got us to where we are now, right? So it's all great. It's all part of that learning experience. It and, is. It is. And it's, it's, yeah. There could be worse things we could be addicted to. Right. <laughs> totally.
0: Totally true. Yes, that's the best. So, okay. So now let's talk a little bit about your, uh, the conscious builder stuff, because I have a question. Um because the laws are different, obviously. So you can only really answer about wh- what it's like there in Canada. But as far as I can tell, like if I just want to go to Home Depot and, and buy a bunch of tools and I can do anything I want in my house and I don't have to go get a license or anything else, right? Correct. Okay. Do whatever you want to. <laughs> right. You, know, you, can do that, you can do that here too. Right, right. So, <laughs> But then if you want to pay somebody to do all that, then it's a big deal. Yeah. Okay
3: so uh, yeah sorry go on
0: no 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 i i would i just wanted to confirm that because i'm totally not handy if i ever want anything done in my house i either hire somebody or get a buddy
3: yeah and that's kind of the way we were always recommend is that if you know how to do it then great you can save some money absolutely but you know obviously do it safe i'm a carpenter by trade like you said and uh I'm not going to touch electrical. You know, I'll call my electrician because that's what he does. He's good at it. and right. I'll pay you to do that. I'll stick to my carpentry work. Right. I'm not going to do plumbing because I'll call my plumber and he's good at that and he likes doing it. I don't really like doing that. <laughs> so <laughs> Get the guy who knows what he's doing and likes what he's doing and good I'll idea. stick to what I'm good at. So I'm, I'm an advocate for it. Even when, when Natasha and I got married, uh, I was like, let's get a wedding planner because I don't know how to plan weddings. Oh, that's such a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, it costs more, but like right. that's what we do, right? So, we're a general contractor. We're carpenters by trade. So, we do a lot of the carpentry work, but we're general contractors. And we'll contract out the stuff. Well, we know how the house gets put together and we understand all of that. And we'll get the best people that know what they're doing to do their parts of the job. So, I looked right. at the wedding plan in the same way. It's like this is like the general contractor for the wedding. She that's does. Perfect. hundreds of these yeah so why don't we hire her because she has the connection she knows what she's doing she'll make it perfect and it was perfect it was like the greatest day of our life because everything if anything did go wrong we had no idea she it was fixed it got done (laughs) (laughs) you're lucky dude you're very smart
2: (laughs) i got it's all about delegating what we don't want to do or what we don't like to do amen yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. I mean,
2: I, I mean, life's too short to do things that you don't like to do or don't want to do. Right. Right. When y- you can provide work for other people who do like to do those things. Amen. Yes. You know, there are now that's that
0: can again, I'm going to be devil's advocate a little bit here because uh, I'll tell a story about how some people take that to the extreme. You know, like the like. Let's say you have this uh, intention that you want to travel the world, but you never ever want to go through immigration or, or border patrols. It's not going to work. <laughs> you get where I'm going. Sometimes there's uh, there's necessary consequences that aren't necessarily all that fun, included Absolutely. with things that you want to do.
3: Yeah, uh, and I think that's y- yeah. And I think that's where the why comes into play, your purpose. Because if you, people look at, uh, for example, look at Oprah. You see her on stage and she has all like millions and millions of followers and everyone's like, oh, I wish I was Oprah, I wish I was Oprah. Mm. But the times that people see Oprah, that's probably like less than a percent of the time of what she's doing. Like look right. at all the work that she put in, all the lawsuits she has to deal with, right. all the all the prep work, all the interviews, whatever it may be. I bet you if anybody look, took that famous part out of the equation and then TV part out of it. I bet yeah. you most people look at her life and be like, I don't want to deal with that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think most people, if they, if they actually got a day in the life of Oprah, they probably yeah. wouldn't want to be Oprah anymore. <laughs> no.
3: And then that's where the purpose comes in. Right. So if you know, and this is where we were, this is what we were exposed to is once you know what your why is and what your purpose is, that'll drive you through those moments when it is tougher and what you're doing does, Suck, for lack of a better word. Sure. And, and it's not fun, and you can't delegate it because you need to do it yourself. Right, right. Uh, like, you have to go through customs, whatever it may be. Yeah. Uh, but ultimately, yeah, have your purpose, have your why. That'll drive you through anything if it's strong enough, if you really have the proper why behind your, what you're doing. For sure.
0: You know, and I'm, I'm just learning. Let's talk a little bit about it's either non-resistance or acceptance, So once you want, like, um, I I had one of my triggers, or like, uh, I don't know, what was it? Hmm. Some of my stuff, let's go there. Yeah. (laughs) Was um, whenever my wife and I were out and out, say, like, on a long trip, and we're like, you know, it's getting to the point where it's like we're on to 12 hours and 14 hours, say, like, coming up right soon very soon i'm i'm flying to japan my wife's japanese it's the her parents 50th wedding anniversary wedding anniversary this year and i've got to go you know and i never look forward to that trip it's you know i try to like mitigate all the different things as much as possible and my favorite way to do it is to uh fly and then land at night and then immediately or as soon as possible not immediately but as soon as possible go to bed Right. I want to be, to be in bed as soon as possible. Um, and we've done that sometimes. Uh, and then other times we've landed in the morning. <laughs> and, you know, you know, I've just done like 14 hours on a plane. And, uh, and then we still have to go through customs. And then we have to, you know, do all this other logistics. And then another three hours of uh, train travel just to get to her parents' house and then stay awake for the rest of the day. Tough yeah, the way you yeah like you to, yeah you have, <laughs> then you, what we we call in the military we called it you have to bleed you have to because you can't go to bed immediately or you're you're just screwed up for the rest of the trip so i it's so much better if you can land at night and then you know as soon as possible within three hours of landing be in bed you know and mm-hmm. even if it's only yeah. for a little while well that didn't work out she couldn't find a hotel like anywhere in like within 3 hours of the of the plane landing because there's some big holiday going on the day that we land in, in in Japan this time. So I'm like, "Okay, I can I can work with this. We'll still go. But how about we take a shower and find a place to take a nap in the hotel?" She's like, "I'm on it." <laughs> and and she did it too. And I was really impressed. Sorry, I'm talking way too much. <laughs> the thing the thing I wanted to say about therapy is is I think i I need it because I would pay people to listen to me talk but anyway, <laughs> that's probably why a good reason to do a podcast.
3: Well I think everybody could use a little whether you want to call it therapy or coaching or whatever it may be. I think we all need a sounding board every once in a while for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. If, uh, let, let's talk a little bit about that. What now, Natasha In your, in your work as a therapist, what is it? What's, what's that like? What was your job like?
2: Uh, well, it's funny you ask. Cause actually I, uh, that's my background. My training is as right. a child and family therapist. However, when we had our son, um, things kind of shifted and they, they kind of changed for me. We, I was working with, uh, that goes back to our,
3: sorry, just that goes back to the, actually answer your question at the beginning where you said, where did the consciousness, conscious living aspect Mm -hmm. start? That was the beginning is when we had our, our little guy. Okay. uh, Yeah. Let Tash continue from there. Uh,
2: yeah. So whenever, just after we had our little guy, um, a lot shifted for me. I, I mean, I was working with children under the age of twelve who were actually suicidal, and and there was there was quite extreme cases. However, it was enough to open my eyes to the fact that we we had a lot of things going backwards for us, and and how could you know eight year olds be wanting to take their own life? And and I realized that we're so focused on the problem, we're so focused on treating that. I knew I needed to do something to prevent and focus more on what is going right rather than what is going wrong and the sicknesses that's involved. Because that keeps us sick. That mentality keeps us sick. But we live in a treatment society because that's what makes money. Right, right, right. Yes. So... When I had my little guy and uh, I was, you know, looking at him and reading him all these books, it really was really conditioning him in a way that I didn't want him to be conditioned. You know, they were telling him who he should or shouldn't be and what he should or shouldn't do. And, and then I got thinking about my own life and I, and I realized that I didn't want my son to look at me one day and say, Mommy, you know, why didn't you be everything you could be and do everything you wanted to do? I knew I had to do it, and by doing it, he would naturally follow suit. Right. And so that's what kind of prompted the book, um, which is basically it's question-based, because as therapists, that's what we do is we ask questions, because we we do this to break people's patterns, right?
0: Right, okay.
2: And so the book itself is question-based, so the hope is that it just plants little seeds for children to think about um, themselves or see themselves perhaps differently than what the culture has maybe told them they Mm. should or shouldn't Mm -hmm. look like. Yeah. um, Or look like for that matter. So that's kind of the beginning of that. And then, you know, a few, fast forward a few years later, um, we thought, why not expand this whole kind of consciousness, this awareness to people's, you know, life into, Every aspect, so adults as well as children, and so now I'm actually not in the therapy room working with with children and families. I'm actually, um, you know, focused on the podcast as well as um, getting some other good content and creating some uh, workshops and stuff like that that can actually focus really on um, the gifts. In the uni- uniquenesses that we all have, and helping people extract them, so having them become aware of it. Right? We're so conditioned and unconscious of who we really are, and we really just want to wake people up, just as we were woken up um, right. to to our why and our purpose. And, and and the beautiful thing is, is we we create it. We create it. But we're not taught that. We're not taught that we get to choose. Mm. So we wanna give we wanna really just empower and inspire people to to choose, yeah. create their life. And this is what we
3: base our life around is that prevention lifestyle. It's how do you keep children from even getting to the therapy room in the first place? Yeah. yeah. How do you keep people from even getting into the hospital in the first place. But like if you're in an accident, oh, obviously there's a place for a hospital, but right. like how do you keep people from getting cancer in the first place? There's like, what's actually preventing the cancer as opposed to treating the cancer once it's already right. there, for example. Right.
0: Yeah. It's the, it's almost like the, have you guys had much exposure to, to uh, Chinese based medicine?
2: Uh, okay. somewhat. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm actually just reading the, the China study right now. Wow. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, I, I learned I, so much about it. So. I
0: learned, uh, well, I went to massage school a couple of years ago and it was amazing. So much fun. Uh, and so during our Eastern, uh, massage block, we, we learned just a tiny little thin veneer of Chinese medicine. And, uh, it's, it's all about that, what you were talking about. It's about Working with the body and the mind and, you know, if you believe the, the spirit, um, mm-hmm. working with them to promote, you know, and, and support its natural function.
2: Yeah, it's a holistic. It's right. a holistic exactly. approach that we we need to start really focusing on. And and the great thing is, is there's science to back this up now. Oh yeah. You know, with technology, we're able to actually scientifically prove that it that holistically, it's it's a system, right? It's not just one thing, which is right. such as the physical body um, that causes illness. It's a really it's it's the whole picture. It's the whole human being.
3: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. So let's Fascinating stuff. let's
0: talk a little bit about uh, some of I, I know it's some of your uh, favorite topic, um, but I let's talk a little bit about your your practice uh, for mindfulness or meditation. Uh, how do you guys um, increase your own self awareness?
3: Mm. For we're a little bit different, the two of us. I I start every day with a meditation. Okay. Uh,
2: and I end every day with a meditation, although I, I start every morning with a, a really brief um, prayer, and the prayer is very basic. you know it's you know, who would you have me meet today and how would you have me serve them? That's as soon as I, I step feet onto the floor. and uh, normally it's due to you know my two year old crying because he wants out of his bed.
1: Um, so it's, <laughs> yeah, it's everything has to be brief. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's why I don't meditate in the morning. I do sure. it at night whenever I I have that time to myself.
3: That's great. And I yeah, and I start like I said, I start the day off like that just because my days definitely can get a little hectic and uh, be you know be off course. <laughs> uh, so by starting my day with a clear mind, it it allows me to take on whatever comes at me. A lot easier because if my mind is busy right off the start, as soon as things start, all these curveballs start coming at me. I I don't know where to go, and I just start to get I can I can feel it right. So the, mm-hmm. the anxiety, whatever it may be, and I know that my decision making is not nearly as good as if I just started with like my half an hour stretches and meditation. And then I I often uh, three days a week I'll normally do a workout as well. Sure, yeah, yeah. it's all part. So I just like starting the morning off slow and kind of my my me time and I, mm. I get up before everybody else good idea and depending on when our little guy's name is Sullivan depending on when he wakes up he usually wakes up before I'm done and then by the time I come upstairs and Tasha's already preparing breakfast or has it done and Sullivan's there and and then the day gets going and that's kind of how we continue our mindfulness practice and, and really it kind of goes out throughout the entire day to it. so it's yeah, being aware I,
2: right Let's yeah, go, to, go ahead. Yeah, bringing those kind of or extracting those those pr- moments of presence within the day are, are key, and and to really kind of take a breath and enjoy the moment because that's all we have, right? Is is just this right now situation. Mm. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, in the evening is kind of my practice. So I'll, I do work out a few times a week as well, and then practice yoga and we read a ton. Mm. But I think. Being inspired, we listen to a ton of podcasts. And so we use our vehicles as universities too. And, yeah. and anytime, like I'll be cooking dinner and I'll be listening to a podcast. Like anytime I can immerse my mind with inspiration. I'm there. I'm right there. Because I, I mean, you're the average of the five people you hang it with, so choose wisely. Right, <laughs>
3: and, you know, right. That, that includes books and that podcasts. That includes books and,
2: and podcasts. So, sure. Casey and I, that's one thing that we do quite often is uh, we do that. We immerse our minds with good things. We never listen to the news. We never listen. We'll never watch TV unless it's a documentary or a recommended movie. Good um, well, if we're
3: looking for something specific in the news so if we want something specifically we'll search it as opposed to just watching the news to watch the news and then yeah, you yeah. get bombarded with all the bad news Yeah, and you're like what and then you, you kind of have right? the, you want to mute
0: the advertising because you don't <laughs> yeah. need new shoes yeah, I mean just right?
2: <laughs> Right? We don't even, it's so unconscious that we don't, we don't even think about yeah. the effect that this stuff is having on us. And it, right. it, I mean, it's designed to make you not like your life. So you'll go buy a product. Right. And, right. <laughs> and you're unconscious of this. So you don't yeah. know that that's happening. So we just don't, we just choose now not to, uh, not to even expose ourselves to it because it, it does affect us unconsciously. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, I
3: mean, even when the... you go to buy that next product, just before you buy it, ask yourself, do I really need this product? Right. And it, like if you actually stop for two seconds and think about what you're buying, so what, what if it's something, obviously if you're buying food or something, you're going to need food, but if you're buying a product for whatever it is, like a little gadget or something, ask yourself if you really need it, and it would be quite interesting the, the answers that come to your, come to your mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I used to have a
0: boss who, who used to say, this weekend I'll be doing retail therapy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Right, right. So he's he knows he needs to go. It was a she, wants, but yeah. Or uh, she's yeah. wanting to go shop. Yeah, but really, like, why? I right, only like yeah. question yeah, that. Yeah. Like, that's that's a lot of really interesting information that she shared with you. I w- <laughs> me, I would have, like, go right in and been like, oh, tell me more. <laughs> let's let's do this here now. Well, I
0: remember <laughs> that that sort of, like, uh, that shakedown for me, what that was like. You know, when, when you actually... Oh, this was kind of like when I was young and I had like still in my twenties and I'd run up my credit card and I'm like, what the hell am I doing? You know? Mm-hmm. And I just, I, I realized that, that at a very young age that, you know, stuff doesn't make you happy.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah.
2: a mind shift, man. It's, it's a total it's mind shift. You know, even, you know, it, Christmas and birthdays and, and all this stuff where we, accumulate stuff. Casey and I, you know, we work really hard with, you know, our family members and friends where we say like, don't get us stuff. We don't need stuff.
0: Yeah. And and
2: it's a mind shift, right? And then, yeah, yeah, it it is. It's, it's tough. There's a
3: cool video actually I saw yesterday and I don't know if you saw it, sweetie, but it's a video by, uh, I think it's IKEA that does it. And what it is, is for those of you, I'm going to ruin it for you guys because it's pretty cool. <laughs> but you can go watch it. It'll probably still have the same effect on you. But took a, I think it took 12 kids and they said, okay, write a letter to Santa. And then the kids all start writing all the stuff that they want. And, you know, tell us what you want from Santa. And they, they write it and it's all like these toys and sort of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And, then, and then after they go, okay, well, they want you. I'm getting goosebumps just telling the story. And then they go to the kids and they say, well, now write a letter to your parents. What do you want from your parents? And they all started writing, I want you to spend more time with me and things like that. So it had nothing to do with stuff. Wow. And, and then after they gave the letters to the parents and the parents obviously were like, holy crap. And they're like, well, did you know this? Did you know why they're saying this? And all the parents are like, yeah, I completely get it now. And then they wow. went back to the kids and said, if you only had got to choose one letter, which one would you choose? And then obviously the kids say the one to their parents.
0: Uh, I thought yeah, I thought for sure it was going to be Santa. <laughs> well,
3: at, least they, at, least they only, at least they only showed a few kids saying the one to their parents. And so who knows, maybe it was
0: a Santa yeah. for some I, But it was Just, pretty powerful. No spoiler yeah. alerts on, on whether or not there's a Santa or not, please. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still holding there's any kids yeah, <laughs> listening to this, this is an occasionally explicit show. So I hope there's yeah. no <laughs> kids listening. <laughs> Yeah, that that whole like drum beat of consumerism is is just like it's really hard to get over, but once you do, um yeah, you, I don't know, it 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 feels so much better. You know, I I one of my I I've been doing that media fasting what you're talking about. So now like if I want to watch TV, it'll be sort of like streaming without commercials. But you know, it'll. I go and look at the at the show I want to watch when I want to watch it. Not like oh, I'm just gonna turn the TV on. I haven't done that in a very long time. Um, and when I, I occasionally in the morning I want to check traffic, and then I mute when the stupid stuff comes on, or change the channel. So yeah, mm. it's like strategic use of, of media. <laughs> yeah,
2: and I think that that's key, right? Is is there a strategic? So it's being aware. Of what you're exposing yourself to mm-hmm. and recognizing that there is going to be a consequence and a reaction to everything that we do. So why not get clear of what it is you want to experience, what you want to expose yourself to and then make it happen. But the, the problem is that we don't we don't give ourselves that opportunity to explore what we want to experience and therefore we don't really know what we want to experience. Right? right. Right. So we let the greater culture tell us.
3: <laughs> yeah. Right. Right.
2: So yeah. it's, it's becoming aware and awareness is just so, so important. Yeah. You know, there's, there's, go ahead. I'm
3: going to say if there's anything, I'm just gonna write notes here as we're talking. And there's probably five, there's five things that we do that really keep us at the top of our game and keep us uh, awake and uh, conscious, as we like to say, right? Right. So if you can get rid of all the me- get rid of all the news, and it, you know what I, I don't want to say, go do all five of these things all, all at once. These are just. But if you can start with any yeah, one of these, these might, these might, might notice drastic change. Yeah. <laughs> sure. And so one would be no media, like we were saying. Don't watch the news. Like take go on a, a news diet for ten days, and tell me how you feel after that. Right. I bet you. And don't and 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 when people start coming to you, because you know what, if something really bad happens. We'll know about it, somebody will post it on Facebook, oh, yeah. somebody will mention That's it right. to you. We don't miss <laughs> really, anything because you really somebody's gonna tell to know. Us. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah.
0: It, yeah, yeah, like a friend will, will like email you if something is really important or exactly. call you. You know, yeah. somebody will call you if it's really yeah. important. You'll know, you'll find out. Yeah, second
3: thing would be uh, meditate for sure. Like, for sure, if, if anybody's listening to us and they're like, oh, I don't have time to meditate, those people probably need to meditate the most.
2: And it doesn't have to be long, <laughs> like, it can literally be two minutes. I mean, yeah. our, our, mm-hmm. our definition of meditation is really just becoming silent and still for however long you want but start small because that's more sustainable mm-hmm. but it's really just quieting everything.
3: We have 10 tips uh, that we created a PDF. We can give it to you. You can go to your website. People can download it. It's free uh, cool. for how to meditate with like no extra time. There's so many different opportunities throughout a day. Yeah. Somebody, like Out of those 10 things, you could use at least three of them probably throughout your day if you really wanted to. I, you know, like, just, I like I like listening
0: to like spa music in the car. Yeah. that's one of my favorites.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. We'll have to add that one to the list.
0: <laughs> <laughs> because you know, uh, it it doesn't necessarily need to be spa music, but something without lyrics. Because if it's lyrical, then I'm engaged. That that sort of like uh, part of my brain that wants to sing along, is now distracted. <laughs> yeah, I completely
3: yeah. agree with you there. Right.
0: So what so what it, are some of those other five?
3: Yeah, the third thing would be, uh, this is in no particular order, sure. the third thing would be to move, just move more. You know, Most of hey, us, man. including oh, myself, yeah. most of us sit at a desk the majority of the day, just get up every hour and you'll hear all sorts of people tell this. just set an alarm or I think there's apps, I actually don't use this, I was thinking about looking into it because I was reminded again this week, but there's apps out there that will, uh, you work for a certain amount of time and then it like locks your computer for like 10 minutes.
0: Yes. I like, I like the, uh, have you ever heard the suggestion of getting some sort of standing desk situation? Yeah. If you can, yeah. if you can That's work so that out. We were just talking about that yesterday, yeah. actually. Yeah. And, so, and so instead of, uh, say like every hour you stand for 50 minutes and then you take a 10 minute break if you need it, you know? Right. And then while you're standing, I've been doing this at work, uh, because I've been doing a lot of, uh, computer work, which is really easy to do sitting, Right. But um, just so happens, I've been uh, up. Uh, what am I been doing? Updating Chromebooks. Well, you know, you don't even have to plug those in. <laughs> you can just plop them right on top of the cart where you pulled it out of and start working. So that that makes it a lot easier. Now, some computer work you actually have to get down there on the keyboard, so it takes a little bit more thought and work. But I can stand more often. I, it just takes a little bit of effort.
2: Yeah, and, and to add to you know standing and working just. Do a little tiny bounce, Great. and that will actually um, detoxify your lymphatic system. Yes, and it's so so easy. It not only does that, but it also gets blood flowing, and it just brings more creativity to your workspace and your your mind. It's yeah, incredible. I do a
0: little dance because if I don't, my feet start to hurt.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just getting that whatever,
3: whatever works. You know, whatever. that's the cool thing is just start. Playing around with it and do whatever works best for you, right? That's right. that's. But if you're moving, you're moving. That's the blood flowing. That gets yeah. the lymphatic system going.
0: I, I'm still having a fight with my wife about I want to get rid of the couch. <laughs> but she likes to nap. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Let I me know how that goes. <laughs> yeah, I know.
0: I know. I, my protest will be I'll just not sit on it, I guess. There you go. <laughs>
3: there, there you, you go. go. I have to admit, like, yeah, we do move a lot too, but I do enjoy the couch, especially yeah. after busy days. It's nice to relax, and and that's usually where we read the stories to our little guys, So
0: nice, <laughs> nice, nice. So okay, so that was three. What's number yeah. four? Uh, no four,
3: yeah, no particular The fourth one is uh, eat more uh, leafy green vegetables. Hey, and man. Natasha can more on this, but it, we're not saying you know what we're we're pretty like we eat healthy. We don't eat meat. We don't drink alcohol. Uh, we, um, we do eat fish, uh, but for the most part, we eat mostly veg- vegan uh, raw. And we're not vegans because we eat fish and we do have dairy every once in a while. We just don't but, like yeah.
2: labels. So right. we absolutely mm-hmm. hate labels. Mm-hmm. And so all we do is we go with how our bodies feel and we feel a heck of a lot more energized when we eat live food.
3: We start with <laughs> green smoothies and, every morning. So oh, we so. have green Thank smoothies.
2: Yes, yeah, so we have green smoothies every morning, and um,
0: green smoothies uh,
2: are the bomb. I love they green are. So I mean, what a great way to start um, your day. I remember I was listening to a podcast, and and there was someone who um, was saying. If you start your day with a green smoothie, you'll have a green smoothie type of day. If you start your day with a big donut, you'll have a donut type of day. And Amen. it's so true, yeah. right? It's it's a snowball effect. Right. So we start our day with uh, with green smoothies and, and uh, it's amazing how incredible our body feels because we don't even have solid foods necessarily in our systems until... Well, in my case, lunch. And in Casey's case, he eats well, mid-morning-ish um, for a little snack. But it, it's, it just gives your whole digestive system that much longer of a, of a fast um, before it has to really work. But you're still getting nutrients. So Are you putting any protein in your green smoothie? Um, we sometimes do. So on workout days, we do. Okay. Um, but on uh, non-workout days, we don't. So really, our green smoothie consists of uh, cucumber, celery, uh, colored greens kale or spinach and um we'll do either maca powder or uh, spirulina um and to sweeten it we'll do either berries or banana
0: yeah i have to have the banana
2: yeah yeah we the
0: banana uh, gives it that consistency that's creamy
2: no, yeah, I mean, you can also I do a avocados. Person too. You yeah, can yeah. also do avocados to give you that cream consist, that creamy consistency, yeah. and that's a really good. I uh, tried avocados. Edition. I
0: can never get them to stay good in the fridge. Uh, I know that's a challenge for me yeah <laughs> you have to eat them faster yeah, right. you get yeah, it it's, yeah yeah it's a challenge avocados are a challenge for me I, I guess i just whenever i get them it's like ah now i'm scared because i think it's gonna go bad and i'm not gonna eat it fast enough anyway
2: well you can freeze fear. them too you can freeze them <laughs> You can freeze them, so don't be, so freeze wow. them whenever, if they do start going bad and you're like, I missed my opportunity, throw them in the freezer and then put them in a smoothie, um, you know, a like few weeks down the road. Or something. Yeah, and yeah. it's, um, I mean, you never know it in, in a smoothie, right? You can't right. taste it. Can so. you
3: cut them and freeze them? Like, I know if you cut an avocado and put it in the fridge, it'll turn brown, but can you cut it? You and have and to freeze?
0: leave the pit in there.
2: You have to Burn. leave the pit in there, okay. and if you don't leave the pit in, then it goes brown or faster, yeah.
3: Right. My wife takes care of all the food in this house, so I'm very grateful to her. <laughs>
0: yes, you're lucky. My wife, Yayoi, uh, she does a lot of stuff. But she's like on um, – I started doing the uh, slow carb diet a la Tim Ferriss. Yeah, uh, yeah, So yeah. that's like lots of veggies, lots of uh, beans, and lots of protein. And you can do it vegan. I'm not vegan, so uh, you can do a vegetarian. I- I'm doing lots of uh, lean protein meat. Um, so like turkey and chicken, um, occasionally, uh, uh, the, the thing I like best about it though, is, um, the cheat day once a week. <laughs> I, I can do anything I want.
3: Yeah. <laughs> we, we we used to do those too. And then it's funny cause then you start the cheat days coming and you're like, you don't look forward to them after a while because then after a while, you're like, you realize how crappy you feel after having a cheat day.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's not worth it's it. you're like, I don't really it's want to true. go through that I anymore. I noticed that like, uh, well, no, what I've done now is I just mediate my cheat days so they're not as extreme. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And yeah. it like gets better and better. Right, right. Yeah.
2: And I think I think to allow yourself that opportunity. So rather than depriving yourself of that foods, you can literally say to yourself, I can have these foods. I can actually eat these foods every day if I wanted, but I choose not to, right? Right. So right. it's not necessarily depriving yourself of it. It's just choosing differently because you want to. Right.
0: Yeah. And and to me it's only like I only really like miss like a couple of things. Like like nachos is perfect, you know, because I don't eat any grains all week, right? So when that corn and then and then I get cheese, oh, oh my goodness, <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 hilarious because when I go in on my cheat days and it's, my wife and I have taken up this habit of doing, um, we'll buy one thing and share it, because. I get bloated so fast. I can't eat anything. Right. Yeah.
2: So, <laughs> when when i eating strange, the junk food. Body, yeah, I know. Your I know. already I, changing. It's yeah, yeah.
0: I know. So it's like okay. Let's get a half a hamburger with lots of cheese and fries. And I know I'm only gonna eat, be, be able to eat a little bit, but it's gonna be so awesome. And I'm sit. <laughs> I sit there and have that food gasm. And I swear it's like I'm gonna pass out. I'm like oh, it's so good.
3: <laughs> I, I think uh, Tim Ferriss actually says if i'm gonna cheat whatever i cheat on i know it has to be effing good i don't know if if your listeners are right right keep it as effing but you get the point yeah
0: that's fine but it's so true i i will never ever eat like you know fast food again because obviously it's cheat food but -hmm. it's crap right if i'm gonna eat cheat food it's going to be really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. Because I can only get like maybe a meal and a half, maybe. (laughs) Until I'm like, and I can't (laughs) eat anymore and I have to go take a nap. I get the food coma all over again.
3: (laughs) (laughs) It just lasts longer now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, what was it? I think um, on my last cheat day, I actually, the the next day, I was like hung over from food, you know? One yeah. of those it's not a booze hangover, it's a food hangover. I was like, man, I feel like crap. Yeah, yeah. and it so lingers too, really for a know, few
2: days. Right. You're
0: like
3: I used to function like this
0: right.
2: all the this time. Used to and be that's my the normal. scary this thing is people think that that's right. normal and that's how right. they should be feeling. Because well, they're literally functioning like that.
0: Until you get on the other side of a test, some sort of uh you know experiment where you actually change and do something different you have absolutely no experience of exactly. what healthy is <laughs> it's kind of like the
2: whole psychology of your life too right like we were talking yeah. about until you know a different perspective that's all you know yeah right so it's same with food until you actually feel different mm. and notice that Right. then you're more likely to change and uh, continue to, to feel that way.
3: But, but be wary too, wary too is uh, if you change your diet, no matter what it is, whether it's good or bad for you, and that's different for everybody, uh, as soon as you change your diet, you will feel better because it's a change. So make sure that you do it long enough to actually go through it to see how you actually feel long term. you not feel
2: worse. Yeah. No.
3: Often if you change your diet, you'll feel better. <sighs>
0: Mm, yes, I would say Probably in the short term. term. Yeah, in the
3: that's short what I'm saying. Term. So if you do like a, that's what I'm saying. It's the short term, right? So you might yeah. go from one thing to another, and be like, oh, I feel so much better now, and then uh, you only give it a couple days and you stick to it, then all of a sudden you feel like garbage uh, a few days after that, and it's like, well, what happened? It's like, well, it's obviously keep experimenting because it's not work because yeah. it's not working. It's the short term. The short term gain doesn't mean that it's going to work long. Term. I think I'll tell a story
0: about how I was. Um, I was about to I was in the planning phases of doing one of those juice fasts. Have you ever mm-hmm. heard of one of those where you go out and buy a juicer and you basically just do lots of juice? <laughs> I,
3: yeah, I, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I did like uh, I think it was called I can't remember, but it was based I got like a plan off of a website and I started talking about it on my podcast. And then tweeting about it. And then some other girls, they were like, hey, we're going to do a juice fast, too. And then I listened to their podcast like the next week. And they're like, I'm so sick. So (laughs) they didn't do their planning right. And um, so they ran out of food and they were starving. And they went to Taco Bell.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Worst thing ever. (laughs) Yeah, Sometimes it's just too drastic. I have a guy who works for us. Uh, and he did, he tried to do something like that. And literally by the third day, he was like vomiting and he couldn't do it. And what happens is that now your body doesn't want to do it. Cause now it's associating all this pain with eating healthy.
0: Right. Yeah. So, so that's you... like
3: the worst thing you can do is a huge, such a drastic change. Just do baby steps. You have to just do baby steps. Yeah. You
0: can't just flip a switch and say, I'm going to start doing nothing but juice for two weeks starting tomorrow. And yeah. <laughs> no, that does not work.
3: The last juice. We did a detox and the third day I woke up and I felt like garbage. And luckily, our little guy was in a good mood. But from when we woke up to when I actually got something in my body, like I was good after I got something in right. and I and I stuck to it. But I felt so bad. Like, <laughs> yeah. like up there with one of the worst hangover hangovers I've had in my life. Those detoxes
0: was, are brutal.
3: Yeah. Uh, and then we eat really healthy to begin with. So I couldn't imagine somebody who, who eats fast food regularly and that sort of stuff and then going through a detox. Like, right. no wonder they don't, they don't stick to it.
0: Yeah,
2: Which is really important why you need to eliminate, you know, all those toxins too from the body because they'll just go, they'll, the body will reabsorb them if they're not eliminated. So uh, the last point is drinking a ton of water.
0: Mm-hmm. Was that number five?
2: That's number yeah, sure. five, maybe, yeah. Number five, just drinking water. That's the only thing we drink in our, in our house, really, is water. We have a juicer, so we do juice, but um, uh, we drink water. That's it. And I love
3: coffee. And I love we, coffee. We, <laughs> but, I drink a, but I drink it black, so I'm not putting anything in it. <laughs> I've been, uh, I've been
2: it doing,
0: uh, <laughs> uh, um, Tim Ferriss likes uh, cream, heavy whipping cream in his coffee. So I've Mm. been doing that, but I mean, it's what's the smallest volume of whipping cream that one can buy? Remember those little uh, boxes of milk that we used to get for uh, in school? Uh That's the size of whipping cream that I go through in a week. Yeah. Uh, So you know, it's it's just a little flavoring and fat, and it's a theoretically good for the brain in coffee.
2: Well. Dairy, that however, causes a lot of mucus in the body, so yeah, it is right. quite acidic. But something, if you're looking for a little flavor, mm-hmm. um, you could try, and I'm pretty sure Tim Ferriss actually does this as well, um, coconut oil. And it yeah, will give I've you a little that. sweetness, too.
0: Yeah, I've heard that. Now, uh, now I used to do coconut oil... Um, in cooking is it the same coconut oil it's the stuff yeah. that is yeah. usually liquid but sometimes solid <laughs> well depending yeah. on how yeah. cool or warm your your um, okay, so the, I, um, the room is right so it should, should be Joe's solid kind of thing okay it should use
3: it for a lot more than just that like coconut oil can be used for so coconut much
2: coconut oil is for you know your skin your body to you know you Cooking to um, putting in smoothies to putting in coffee if you want right.
3: greasing the
0: pan, uh,
2: greasing the pan, yeah, yeah instead yeah, of yeah. butter or anything like that. Yeah, so many, so many different. Uh, I'm on uh, butter, a butter,
0: butter now too. I love butter. It's awesome. Maybe I'll switch just for you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, you know, do it for do it for you. Try it out. Do I have I have, have done it. I have
0: done it, and, I, and there was the only reason I I I think I got off of it was because. Um, I was looking for something, uh, an oil that was a little bit uh, more tolerant to heat, but I don't really need Mm -hmm. that anymore because I've turned down my burner quite a bit. I don't think it goes past three now. Yeah. Uh,
2: Okay, that's Uh good. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Coconut oil is, is, it actually doesn't go bad um, at high temperatures. So you can cook, it's safe to cook at higher temperatures. But yeah, you can use it for high temperatures too. Yeah. Yeah. Coconut oil is good. But make sure it's ideally raw, organic, unrefined.
0: Okay. Yeah, raw, anything organic, should be raw, organic, un- refined, refined, right? Yeah. Amazing. Cool. This has been a blast guys. We're, almost, yeah. we've been talking almost an hour. Can you believe that? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, fun. Guys, fun. Right. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit more about your stuff. So, okay. So your website is Casey plus and you guys, what, t- let's talk a little bit about what you guys talk about on your podcast. I mean, all of this stuff, but what sorts of uh, guests do you have?
2: Yeah, so we have guests um, who are really kind of living outside the box, living their dream life, you know, living on purpose with a purpose, um, who are conscious of the decisions that they make. So we have, um, you know, guests from literally from um, all walks of life. And we really want to just empower and inspire and educate people on, you know, taking um, their life and and creating something that is for them. And we're all about uniquenesses and uh, differences. And we want people to, you know, figure out what they have to offer the world and then capitalize on that, like bring it out, let the world see it Um, and doing it in a way that is. Uh, good for them as well as um, the well being of, of everyone else. So it's really just having people wake up to their life. Wow. And, that's um, awesome.
3: yeah. yeah. We've had some really cool guests. I don't know if you've heard, ever heard of John Gabriel. I uh, have. Gabriel. Yeah, we just had him on. He was on our Mondays episode. And so I he's. Listened to,
0: I listened to, uh, I don't know when it was in your lineup, but it was the the Zen parenting people. Yeah, that was I think
3: two weeks ago. Okay, they were, they were great. I listened to their podcast too. They're they're an awesome couple.
0: Yeah, that was yeah. an amazing show. That was really
2: yeah, fun. thank you. Yeah. We got a ton from that show too, and that's kind of you know the other thing that we um, would like to share too is that. We try. We see life as you know, holistic approach to you know our well being, and so we're going to be covering topics uh, on food and uh, um, preventing illnesses. So prevention, right? Of Prevention first, yes. Yeah, it's so key. So we're going to be talking about food and you know, movement and and uh, also different areas of life. So parenting, which is huge.
0: Yeah, and huge.
2: How- yeah, and how to parent in this modern day um, that we live in and uh, keep sane, right, and, and keep present. Right. So, um, you know, that is included as well as, um, you know, the work that we choose to do and seeing it not necessarily as work but as service, you know, to others and, and mm. getting, loving what you do rather than working for your weekends or your vacations, mm. right, but actually getting lost in. In time, every single day,
3: yeah,
0: in,
2: in the work that you do,
3: I'm actually excited every time Monday comes. Like I'm looking for, I look forward to Mondays. Like not that I don't love my weekends, but I, I am excited to get back at what we're doing because it, it's nice to take the break on the weekends and, and because it's go go go.
0: Yeah, you need to. You need you need the downtime.
3: Yeah, but after the downtime, I'm, like, ready to go and ready to take on the week again. And there's never, it's like, we never have a case of the Mondays over here, that's no. for sure. <laughs> no, no,
0: That's the best. Yeah, uh, we're. I'm, I'm getting there. I'm not quite there yet. I mean, I'm in that point where I'm retired Air Force, so I don't want or need a whole job. But I'm okay for the time being of having uh, a six-hour-a-day job you know for and yeah. i love it because i'm not involved in the politics i'm not climbing ladders i pretty much just show up and do what i want to do or you know help teachers you know with their computers and stuff it's 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 pretty fun <laughs> yeah, that's what counts right you gotta, what lo- you gotta have fun yeah. you gotta love what you're doing yeah and you know it's like just just with the pressure off you know yeah. You know, that, yeah. that I'm, I'm not having to impress people. Just, just being me. You know, that's the best.
2: That and, is the best. And that's usually when
0: you impress the most people.
2: That right? is. People know. People know when you're being genuine and when you're putting on a facade. They know. Yeah. So true. Mm-hmm. All right,
0: guys. This has been amazing. So we're definitely doing this again. I'm going to reach cool. out again and I don't know, six months or a year or sooner. I don't know.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I got be great. Friends,
0: so I'll we'll have lots more to share by then. And yeah, yes. yeah. well, so you know, it, this is like an ongoing conversation. I could talk to you guys forever, yeah. <laughs> uh, it, but you know, I, you, you guys have lives, so I'll let you go. <laughs> 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 this is all part of the life. That's the great part about it. Right. Yeah. This is the best yeah. part of my day when I get to talk to awesome people like you guys. Oh, uh, thank so,
2: you. Uh, Likewise. Yeah. All right. Thank you.
1: Thanks for taking the time to ride along with us on another episode of Vroom Vroom Veer. For podcast info and show notes, be sure to head over to vvveer.com. That's triple V double dot com. Man, that's fun to say. And we'll catch up with you next time here on Vroom Vroom Veer.